Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey everybody, welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm Bryce Olin and I'm joined by my co-host Cody Schultz. Uh, We're officially in the fourth quarter of 2021 and Netflix has a ton of big shows on the way uh, before the year's out. So we wanted to take some time and share all of those big shows that are coming to Netflix um, later this year. Uh, But first, it appears there might be some trouble in the Outer Banks, Cody. Uh, There's some rumors and a few reports that Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein, the stars of Outer Banks, have broken up and that Madeline Klein is now dating Riverdale, 13 Reasons Why, and To All the Boys star, uh, Ross Butler. Um, Any updates that you can share on Netflix subscribers' favorite real-life couple? (laughs) Yeah, so it definitely seems like it's piling up quickly, like, and I'm very curious what this could mean for, like, season three. I mean, it's no nothing foreign to TV, like, for actors to date and then break up and then still, you know, film and not, not have any, like, major effect on production. I mean, I know that there's some, like, some stories where, like, actors after, like, a breakout wouldn't, like, work together on a show, and so they had to, like, write things interesting, but I don't think that it'll happen with this. But like you said, the rumor kind of seems to be that the pair have broken up. I think the running thing has been like the lack of Instagram activity between the two, um, like not posting, not liking each other's posts anymore. Um, so like that was like, I think the first tipping point for fans are like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then now we've kind of got this report that Madeline Klein is, like you said, dating Ross Butler. And so it's like, hmm, what could be going on? Because I think it was them two were pictured like in Paris or some European country. And then Chase Stokes and kind of like had a boys trip with some of the other Outer Banks cast members somewhere in like the U.S. And so it seems very like interesting, the timing of everything. And uh, I just love that like the big tip is like the lack of Instagram activities, like what everyone's like drawing to is like the indication. Yeah. So it's been about like two or three weeks now that fans have kind of been speculating about this. And it's kind of weird I don't know, to even be talking about it, I always feel a little bit uncomfortable, but it's like, I don't know, it's 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 crazy how, uh, like, the, like, deep the sleuthing goes looking at the Instagram, where they were, like, tracking these people all over the world, it's just like, I don't know, it's intense, I don't know how to feel about it, obviously, hope it works out, whatever, um, but, uh, I, I uh, yeah, like you mentioned, it's not foreign to TV, for sure, this happens, like, all the time, um, where people get together and then break up eventually. So um, I don't know. I'm just excited for Outer Banks season three, which hopefully will be cons- confirmed soon. Right. Yeah, I know that was going to say that's kind of like the interesting takeaway on my end is like the fact that we're seeing everyone kind of like out of the country and visiting different cities. Like obviously production must not be underway on season three just yet, or else of course they'd be reporting to set and all that. So I'm very curious. It's like what the timeline might look like. And when we'll get some kind of official news, because we didn't get anything to dumb, which I know we were kind of disappointed about. Like we were hoping maybe they'd sneak in like a renewal or something, because it just feels weird that we haven't gotten any kind of news. Yeah, it does. I mean, 
so we're over two months out now and we haven't heard that it's been renewed. I think that we waited like three or four months between season one and season two. So I, I mean, it's not out of the ordinary for Netflix to wait this long, especially. And there's been some good rumors, you know, about um, production probably getting started uh, later this year and maybe we'll see the season in 2022 or mid 2022 or whatever. So I think that that's all that's all well and good. Nothing's official until it's official with Netflix, and even when it's official, sometimes it becomes unofficial very quickly, as we saw with a few shows last year. Um, but I guess so. Uh, obviously, it's not coming later this year, and that's what we're here to talk about. Um, so I guess before we break down the highlights of you know what's coming later this year to Netflix, uh, do you want to pick out your top show or what you're most excited about? Yeah, I think it's mine's like a weird combination. Uh, I think like the easy pick for me is you season three. Like just mm-hmm. looking at the list, that's when I'm definitely so excited to drop. Like uh, it's the one that I I know I binge the quickest and all that of the ones that are coming up. I'm also have to admit that I'm kind of curious for Emily in Paris season two. Um, I binged the first season and I, I enjoyed it, so I think that'll be a good holiday watch. Um, some of the other ones, I don't, they're not necessarily shows. Like, this is always that weird time of year for me, like, especially as we get into the Halloween stuff, because I don't do horror stuff, as we've talked about, so that always kind of rules out some of the October titles. Um, but I feel like you and, and Emily and Paris are the two I'll be covering the most and, like, looking forward to as a fan. Yeah, I think, uh, you, you picked mine. You Season 3 is the one. Out of everything we're going to talk about that I'm, like, most excited for, I don't know what it is about this show, I just love the drama um, and the mystery and how everything sort of plays out. It's like how they play on your expectations as a, uh, a viewer and stuff like that, just to send this like wild and crazy roller coaster ride of a series, um, into like a new place. So, um, and Penn Badgley is so good. And, uh, Victoria Pedretti is also like of the stars that we're going to mention. I think that their like dynamic between them is like some of my favorite thing to see. Um, as we mentioned in last time, or I think last week's episode, or um, when we talked about To Doom, um, Cobra Kai season four, uh, I, I really like Cobra Kai. Um, I didn't start watching when it was on YouTube. I kind of waited until it hit Netflix because I was like, didn't really know like how to place it. Like, what is this show? That's a reboot of like these like movies, like you know. Um, and so then when we finally got it on Netflix, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like. Very, very enjoyable and very fun. And uh, season four is coming later this year, which we found out um, at To Doom. So I guess I guess the U season three is probably the spot where we should jump in. That's the first one on our list. And it comes out October 15th. So we've got two more weeks to wait um, until this one comes out. I guess any way we can set up the season for the, for the people? Yeah, so it's been a while between seasons. Like, I think that's what's going to help, too, because the last season dropped, I think it was December 2019, if I'm remembering right. Yeah. Um, so it's been, like, a long off-season and all that, and kind of where we left things off in season two, Love and... Uh, I'm blanking on his name suddenly. Joe. <laughs> Love and Joe, yeah. I don't know why, like, I, my Love mind went blank. <laughs> they kind of moved. We found out Love was pregnant, and so they kind of moved to the suburbs after, like, all of the season two craziness and killing sprees and all that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, they're in their suburban life, but, of course, this being Joe and you, like, it kind of ended with the tease of, like, the neighbor, of, like, him catching the, the eye of this neighbor. They hadn't cast her yet in season two, so, that, of course, it was, like, the mystery from behind, of course, we know 
Um, she's going to play a big role in season three now. And so that kind of tears up of like the mystery of like now they're kind of navigating life as like a married couple and like this family unit. But, you know, these are love and joy that we're talking about. Um, and so it's very much like that mystery of what's next for them. Is he going to fall back into his old ways, which judging by the trailer definitely <laughs> seems to be the case. Um, that's the thing. Yeah, you got to you got to be careful. Joe is Joe is Joe. Is that that's all I think that all that we can say about this one. Um but yeah, it's great that we're seeing another season like we said it's been 2 years basically since the last season came out and that's a really long time to wait especially for a show like this. Um I don't know uh, in terms of like shows this year that have come out on Netflix, where do you think you stacks up? Do you think it's going to be like the what like top 5, top 10? Um Top 20? What are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be in the top 10 at least. Maybe the top 5. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one's one that fans have been really looking forward to. Um, and I feel like the timing works well. Like It's not necessarily like your traditional Halloween release, maybe in a sense. But because it's kind of got that thriller element and there's that suspense of like you never know what's going to happen. I feel like each episode always leaves you on a cliffhanger. And it's like you just are trying to pick up the pieces and like figure out what the heck's going on. And so I feel like the timing is going to work really well releasing this before Halloween. Even though, like I said, maybe not your traditional horror movie or series. It's definitely like that suspense element I feel like will help it. Plus, the fans just have been waiting for forever. And I feel like whenever fans have to wait that long, like there's an excitement there. Because like finally the new season's here. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, yeah, definitely top 10, top 5. It'll We'll see where it ends up. But I think... Definitely right there. I think that if you just look at like Netflix viewership numbers, this is obviously one of the most popular shows, and um, I expect it to keep going. Uh, I guess let's move on. So the week after we get you season three, um, we get uh, Lock and Key season two on October twenty second, and I can't remember is this one that you watch? Yeah, this isn't one on my list. I, as I've yeah. kind of given away, I don't really get into much of like the horror element stuff. And so this is one that I've never really checked out on my end. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's solid. I think you should check it out this Halloween if you. If, I know that we are we're all busy watching everything. So, uh, but no, I, I really like Lock and Key. I'm excited for the new season. This is another one that fans have been waiting forever for. Um, trying to think of like how I can tease it, but I don't even remember how the last season ended really, other than there's some demons. Um, that's all I'll say. I don't want to spoil it in case people haven't watched it. But uh, I think that. Uh, this is perfectly timed for Halloween. We've mentioned that before. And I, I, I just, uh, you know, when Netflix renews a show, like as we mentioned um, earlier for another season before um, the season already dro- the next season drops, um, like they did lock and key season three is already in the works. They announced that a really long time ago. Um, you kind of have to, you know, that Netflix thinks this was going to be a good one and they think that it's going to be a, um, you know, fans are going to like it. So I think that, uh, like with that said, um, you know, lock and key season three, 2022, probably, uh, if, if everything goes according to plan and they could get this out by Halloween, which would be, I don't know. Uh, I always like it when Netflix picks a show that they're going to like release around the holidays like they do Stranger Things, and Lock and Key could definitely be that show for Halloween for them. So that's super exciting, I guess. Yeah, and it's kind of... I'll be curious to see how this one does. I could see it getting like almost a bigger bump in week two, just mm-hmm. because, of course, week two will be Halloween weekend. And I could see this just being a show like as people are trying to find something to watch and binge that's kind of 
connected to the holiday, you know, that suspenseful element in the horror genre. I feel like this one could be big in week one, but maybe even bigger in week two because you get that. I know it's going to get a bump there when people are looking for like something to watch on Halloween weekend, which is just perfect, perfect timing that Halloween falls on a weekend this year. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I think that you're definitely right on with that. There's not a lot in terms of like Halloween movies. Last year, we saw like Hubie Halloween and that really dominated like the Netflix um, top 10 or whatever, like the the discourse around Halloween movies on Netflix last year. Um, In the past, we've seen Stranger Things get a Halloween release. And so and then I think The Haunting of Hill House was probably the year in between there somewhere. But those shows and stuff, there's always something that pops up. And I think that Lock and Key um, is definitely in position to be that and to be really popular when people go on looking for stuff to watch on Halloween weekend and seeing, oh, this is number two or number one on the top 10 and be like, oh, I've got to check this out. You season three also has that potential too. I think that that could be one that's like, you know, it's not a horror series necessarily, but it's definitely like, you know, there's gore and stuff and it's just weird. And so I think that people like that kind of stuff. Um, after that though, so we got October 22nd for Lock and Key season two. After that, there's kind of a big break. There, there's a lot of stuff coming out, um, but I don't necessarily know how much of it is going to be, you know, on people's radar. I know Big Mouth Season 5 is going to come out, um, I think, November 5th. Tiger King Season 2 is November 17th. But then November 19th, so this is the week before, uh, the Friday before Thanksgiving, we get the first season of Cowboy Bebop starring John Cho. Um, we got our first look, really, at the at the season um at to doom what's your what's your take on this one what are you thinking uh big show sleeper hit what do you think yeah i feel like this one definitely could be a sleeper hit um this one is one that i feel like if of course it's based on an anime series and a a, you know highly successful anime series at that and so i feel like that's gonna help draw in that audience automatically but i feel like this is one like unless you've really followed the anime like I, you know, I'm not someone who follows anime too much. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. too, too familiar with the franchise. But it's, like, just there's a general interest there. And I'm, like, it's already piqued my curiosity with, like, the trailers and teasers that they've put out there. And I just feel like this is one that could be a word-of-mouth kind of series. That, like, it'll hit. You have those fans who've, like, been looking for it because they like the anime series and they like that genre. But then, like, as people watch it, you're going to hear, you know, people are going to see it on social media and kind of get driven into the show from that angle. So I feel like this one could definitely be a hit for Netflix. It doesn't hurt that it's also going to be releasing that week before Thanksgiving, which is always kind of a good time when people are off. They're looking for shows to watch and enjoy time between, you know, festivities and all that with their family and friends. So I think Netflix definitely set this one up for success. Yeah. And like you, I'm not really like, I'm not really in the loop about like what this show really is about or know that much about this world. I mean, like I've read the synopsis, I've seen what we've all seen about it. But uh, yeah, I think that there's a good chance that this one could be huge. And like you said about the like the word of mouth with sci-fi shows on Netflix, it seems like that there's always like maybe like a little bit more buzz like in the world of like the fans. Like the fans are obviously very excited for this show um, and people who know what Cowboy Bebop is. But then on the outside of that, like there's not a lot of traction yet because we're still so early we haven't seen that much i feel like that once we get going in november and this is kind of positioned to be you know netflix's really big show of november it's the only one that we have on the list um and we obviously haven't learned everything that's coming in november and there's a lot of big movies um coming in november with red notice the harder they fall 
Um, I'm blanking. I know. Is it Love Hard? That's is it one of the Christmas movies? It's like this weird. November is weird because you get the like post Halloween stuff. You get the early Christmas stuff. Um, and then you just get the normal Netflix slate of programming as well. So there's a lot of competition, but I think that this show is definitely the one that stands out. And if it's not initially super successful, I think, I feel like it's going to be one of those that gets like a big bump on the first day. People binge watch it. And then it takes a little bit to trickle out to like, you know, mainstream Netflix, which we know is like the reason why Netflix is so big is like they have, they have that like reach among just like regular average Joe households that like just show up and like, you know, looking for something to watch and like, Oh, I'll start this same thing with like we saw with squid game. Like I feel like the same success there, um, becoming one of the biggest Netflix shows ever, um, could kind of carry over to Cowboy Bebop as well. Um, like I said, that's the only one for November. Uh, I don't know. I I guess we'll talk about the November list when we find out, the full list from Netflix. We don't want to jump the gun, but the next big show that we've got is money High season five, part two. So this is the final episodes. Netflix did the weird thing where they split the 10 episode final season, um, into two parts. They gave the first half in September. Um, second half's coming in December. I, I wonder, I'm not really sure why they did that. You know, I think that stretching it out and obviously giving fans, um, time to process everything is important, but like, in terms of, like, story and stuff, it seems like that they could have just rolled out 10 episodes, right? If they had them done is really the key. Yeah, it's definitely like, interesting because it's, like, we've seen Netflix do, like, the split seasons, but usually when they do it, like, there's more episodes between. Like, when we had Lucifer, I think it was not, eight episodes each, like, half of the season. So it's, like, when you have a bigger arc, it makes sense. But with these only being, like, five episodes each, like, half, it seemed weird to me, like, to split them up. I don't understand like the necessary thinking there, like just to drag it out. Um, I mean, I think it's going to pay off. I think fans are definitely going to be tuning in December 3rd when the season drops, just because especially with being the final episodes, there's that curiosity of how does it end? And whenever you have like the final seasons, that's the big question mark is like, will the series finale wrap things up towards like, okay, I like how it ended. Cause I feel like series finales are so hard to stick the landing with. Yeah, that's the tough part. And a show like this, too, that has, like, killed off characters. They're going to kill off more characters, probably. Like, it all, like, that kind of stuff, it's, like, plays on the, like, emotional aspect of the show so much that, you know, fans have that, like, very visceral reaction to the ending. And then, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why they split the season up. It'll be interesting to, like, when we actually get to see it, to see why. Um but I, I think that this this show is going to be really, really popular around the first part of December. After that, there's a, another a little bit of a gap um, between that and The Witcher Season 2, which I feel like it goes without saying, but, like, The Witcher is, like, I think that it's second, right, among... I, th- I think it's only behind Bridgerton in, like, most-watched Netflix shows of all time. Is that right? I think they just released the viewership. Did you happen to see the graph? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's definitely in, like, the top five or top mm-hmm. ten. Um, and I, I, this one's definitely going to be a smash hit. I think that's smart by Netflix keeping it in December, too. Because, um, of course, we saw season one drop, and I believe it was Christmas Day or Christmas Eve uh, 2019. And so I feel like it's smart, like, holding it. I was actually shocked that we're getting it December 17th. I thought this one was going to be held for one of the holidays in December. Um, but I feel like this is a show, and obviously Netflix is showing, like, they feel really confident in this one kind of like you talked about earlier 
Um, we already know season three is in the works, as we kind of discuss after To Doom. There's also, uh, you know, additional plans for spinoffs and stuff. So this is a franchise Netflix definitely feels passionate about and sees that there's the interest there among fans. And I'll be shocked if, like, this one doesn't drop and pop right into the top ten and probably claim the number one spot and hold it. Yeah, the weird thing is, is like, we're going to see how it goes. And I don't think that this has really happened in the past. We've seen long gaps between Netflix shows, you know, up to two years in the past with like, you know, I think Stranger Things was over 18 months between seasons and stuff like that. So um, it's happened and like, we've seen really no bad effects. Like people aren't just like not tuning in, even though it's been a long time. But it will be interesting. I feel like with how popular the first season was. And then it's literally been two years because of the pandemic and the production delays and all of that. Um, I think that we expected an 18 month, you know, so it came out in Christmas. So we were expecting, you know, mid last year would probably be the release date. But with everything going on, it just kept getting pushed back and back. And then they wrapped in the spring. And then the show is one that, you know, uses so many effects and uh, uh, CGI or whatever. And so it it takes a long time uh, to put together those seasons. It's interesting to me, though, like, you know with the the holidays coming up and then adding so many other big shows around this one basically after the the witcher that's going to be really interesting because you're going to have all the holiday programming then you've got um don't look up which is the movie with jennifer lawrence and leonardo dicaprio and like it's from adam mckay it's like netflix's i don't know one of their oscar favorites probably i would say and it's a like a comedy um that drops christmas eve we've got a couple shows that we're going to talk about um, next, right, like around that time too. So it'll just be interesting how long The Witcher stays. I like you said, it'll probably jump to number one. Will it stay there for you know multiple days a week? It's hard to say because based, the content that they have coming up is actually like very very good. So um, I guess the the next one that we've got, and we just learned this at To Doom, and we already talked about it on last episode. Um, but Emily in Paris season two, December twenty second, twenty twenty one. That's going to be big, I think. I think that this show came out at a perfect time um, last year. It's like has only become more popular. It's been nominated for a lot of awards. I feel like people have really found this show um, and kind of fell in love with it since the first season dropped, even though it was popular at the time. So I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how this one does, especially with like a Christmas release date. Yeah, so, I mean, we got season one in October of last year, so I kind of anticipated maybe we'd see season two, October, November. Um, but I'm very interested to see, like, since they're holding it so close to Christmas, like, if they're, I know we've already kind of talked about, like, will they do a Christmas episode, which I feel like Paris would be the perfect backdrop for a Christmas episode and just, like, a holiday right. season there. It's always interesting with, like, comedies, like, seeing how the pacing works because, of course, the episodes are shorter. Um, but I feel like this one definitely is going to be a fun hit for Netflix. And I think the nice thing too, about when we look at the December list is there's variety. Um, so like, you know, you've got Witcher, mm-hmm. you've got the Witcher's fantasy, of course, Emily in Paris is definitely more, I feel like in the romance genre, like the lighthearted comedy. And then I know we've got Cobra Kai we'll talk about here shortly, which again is kind of a like comic comedy action. You know, you've got the karate element, of course, in there. And so I feel like they've really been strategic with like giving fans of all the different genres something to look forward to, to where they're each people have like their moment to shine. And then if you're a fan of all the genres, you're just like covered for December. Like your <laughs> December Christmas break is just like filled. It's, it's book thanks to Netflix. I know. They like we said, they want us to work over the holidays, I guess. Uh Hopefully they'll give us screeners, though. Thanks, Netflix. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
So, like you mentioned, Cobra Kai is the next big one. I guess really the last big one because it comes out um, December 31st, New Year's Eve. Um, like we mentioned, you're going to start the year with Season 3 and the year with Season 4. It's really cool how they're doing that. Um, I'm really excited to see this season, especially knowing that Netflix, um, you know, like we just talked about with Lock and Key and The Witcher, they've already renewed Cobra Kai for Season 5. They're going to start filming soon. So we know that that season's coming pretty quickly. Um it, it, like that's I, I don't know it makes it you've mentioned this before about like the CW shows especially because it builds up that loyalty and you feel like when you're committing like your time to a show that you don't have to worry about it being canceled and so that's how I feel about Cobra Kai I like the show anyway but now that I'm like okay I've at least like 20 plus more episodes of the show like I don't mind um you know I'd binge watch it anyway but still <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really does. Like, when you look at a show and you know it's coming back, I feel like there's just an easiness to... Like, it's just easier to want to dive into it because you're like, okay, I know I'm not going to get into this show and that it's going to be canceled right after. Um, because that happens so often with these shows where it's like you think it's a you know, easy win, like they'll you know get another season and then surprise, like there's some random reason that it gets canceled. And so I think Netflix kind of bookending the year with Cobra Kai is definitely something interesting to see. I'll be curious to see, like, if they do it with any other show. Like, we haven't seen what's coming in January. Like, are we going to get a January 1st release date? I don't know, since we're getting Cobra Kai on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Netflix keeps us on our toes now more, th- <laughs> more than ever. Um, I think the big question, too, is, like, I'm shocked we didn't get a Christmas Day or Christmas Eve release. Because we've got this will be New Year's Eve. Emily mm-hmm. in Paris comes right before Christmas Eve. But we haven't yet got something for either of those days. And, like, that's been a big weekend and, like, a big day for Netflix. And so I'm like, this is a stacked December lineup already. Could they still sneak something in, like, as a surprise on that day? Yeah, so it's interesting. Like, I I was just thinking about it. You know, we've seen... So Christmas Eve is Friday, right? Yeah, because then New Year's Eve is also Friday. Um, Christmas Day being a Saturday kind of throws it off a little bit. Usually Netflix doesn't share, you know, or release new seasons of shows on Saturdays. It's just like something they haven't done really. Um, Lost in Space season three is the one I'm looking at because we know the season's coming later this year, or I think that it was confirmed actually, but that show I believe dropped on Christmas Eve, either the first season or the second season. I can't remember. I'm getting my dates mixed up, but They've done it in the past with that show. That's the one that I'm, like, kind of looking at. The weird thing is, is, like, that Don't Look Up show is, like, sort of about, I think, or the movie, sorry, is about, um, like, an asteroid, I believe, coming towards Earth and these uh, people trying to save it. So that would be kind of weird. Two space shows on Christmas Eve. Like, what are you doing, Netflix? Um, But, like, I I don't know. That's the one that I'm looking at as a possible um, Christmas Eve release. The other thing that I literally just thought of when you said it could they save Lost in Space Season 3 for, like, January 1st and then do that whole thing again, how they have a new show, like, to kick off the year, like they did with Cobra Kai? Watch for that. That could be interesting. Yeah, it's definitely going to be... I'll be curious to see, as we get closer to, like, these final weeks of the year, like, what Netflix has in store. Because, as we've discussed, there's no shortage of, like, incredible titles coming across these next couple months. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess that snuck up on me. That went quick. We're out of time, unfortunately. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.